Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday the 18th of August. I'm Steve Forbes. And I'm Laura Cook. Three killed and dozens injured in an explosion at a Kabul mosque. Do we still not know the details because they're still gathering or because, you know, the government is trying to keep the toll quiet? And wildfires rage across southeastern Spain. Times of London Daily World Briefing. At least three people have died and dozens injured in an explosion at a mosque in Afghanistan's capital city, Kabul. It's believed that the blast took place during evening prayers and a local imam is thought to be among the dead. An Italian NGO says it treated 27 people, several of which were children. Ali M. Latifi is Kabul correspondent for international broadcaster Al Jazeera and lives in the city. He's told Times Radio that he expects the real number of casualties to be much higher. At least 27 were taken to the emergency hospital. And if 27 were taken to the emergency hospital, which is a good 20, 30 minutes without traffic from the location uh, of the attack at night, then, you know, there must be many more in other area hospitals. You know, do we still not know the details because they're still gathering or because, you know, the government is trying to keep the toll quiet? The powerful explosion was heard in a northern Kabul neighbourhood, shattering windows in nearby buildings. So far, it's unclear who was behind the attack. Speaking to Times Radio, Franz J. Marty, a freelance journalist in Kabul, said the attack may have had a sectarian motive. It was in the Shahid Mosque. Uh, the Siddiqia Mosque apparently was run uh, by a mullah uh, called uh, Amir Muhammad Kabuli, uh, who is from a Sufi order. Um, so uh, not a Shia, but as a Sufi, also part of a minority sect. Uh, which could indicate that uh, he was the target. The explosion comes a week after a prominent pro-Taliban cleric was killed in a suicide bomb blast in Kabul, with the Islamic State group taking responsibility for the attack. To Spain, where wildfires rage across southeastern parts of the country. Firefighters were running from a violent blaze in the Valencia region as they'd been trying to stop the fire reaching a residential area. 
Two firefighters suffered burns, but their lives are not in danger. Local villages have been evacuated after the fires began on Monday after a lightning bolt struck. On Tuesday, at least 11 people travelling on a train between Valencia and Zaragoza were injured as they fled their carriage trying to escape the flames after the train stopped just metres from the fire in Bayhis. Four of them suffered serious burns and are being treated in hospital. The train was forced to drive backwards to a station where emergency services help those in need. So far, more than 11,000 hectares of land has been burnt, making it the worst fire in the Valencia region this year. On the way, cash rewards will be handed out to Russian mothers of 10 children and drummers unite for a tribute concert at Wembley. Times of London Daily World Briefing To Russia, where plans established in the Stalin era to halt plunging birth rates in the country are to be revived. President Vladimir Putin is handing out cash to Russian mothers who give birth to 10 or more children, a one-time payment of more than $15,000 when their 10th child turns one. The award of mother heroine was brought in under Joseph Stalin but was scrapped after the collapse of the Soviet Union. Russia's population has been in near constant decline for decades, falling to 145 million after a decline of around 400,000 people in early 2022. Stuart Binns is an author on Soviet Union history and has told Times Radio this move is less about population growth and might have motives elsewhere. I think it's much more about um, reinforcing the family and protecting children. Uh, and reinforcing family values and indeed enhancing the position of women because there were some positive things about uh, Soviet ideology, of course, in and amongst all the, the horrors and the terrors. And one of the positive things was enhancing the position of women within Soviet society. The money will only be dispersed if all of a mother's nine other children are still alive, although there are exceptions for those who die in armed conflict or a terrorist attack. They'll also receive gold medals decorated with the Russian flag. Stuart Binns explains how the awards were handed out in the 40s. As in many things Putin is doing and Stalin did, it's, a lot, it's more about symbolism. Ten children just seem, does seem to be a bizarre number. Uh, although in fact in 44, as well as these mother heroines, there were also orders of maternal glory and different levels of that where so you could, you could get stuff if you... If you've got nine, nine children, eight children, or seven children, on the one hand, it's reinforcing the importance of women, but on the other hand, it's condescending. We head now to the US, where the man charged with stabbing Sir Salman Rushdie has spoken to the media, saying he's surprised to learn the author's still alive. Heidi Mata, who's 24, denies charges of attempted murder and assault after the writer was seriously injured last Friday in the state of New York. He's been speaking to the New York Post from jail, accusing Sir Salman of being someone who attacked Islam. He admitted he's only read a couple of pages of the Satanic Verses and a tweet about Rushdie's visit to the Chautauqua Institution gave him the idea of going there. Mata also told the paper he respected Ayatollah Khomeini but wouldn't say if he was inspired by a fatwa issued by the former Iranian leader. He added he'd watched YouTube videos of Rushdie but denied being in contact with Iran's Revolutionary Guard. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. 
With the latest on Britain's richest man's interest in buying one of the Premier League's biggest clubs, here's Kane Reeves. Britain's richest man, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, wants to buy a stake in Manchester United with a view to taking full control if the Glazers welcome new investment. A spokesperson for the Ineos billionaire confirmed that Radcliffe would welcome the chance to talk to the club's American owners. They said if something like this was possible, we would be interested in talking with a view to long-term ownership. Sir Jim already has a football interest, being the owner of French league side Nice. In May, he made an unsuccessful bid to buy Chelsea. The news comes after Elon Musk, the world's richest man, said he was joking after tweeting he was going to buy Manchester United. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Some of the biggest names in rock and roll have signed up to a tribute concert at Wembley Stadium in memory of Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins. Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker, Martin Chambers of The Pretenders, Metallica drummer Lars Ulrich and The Darkness frontman Justin Hawkins are just a handful of names joining the bill. Other acts include Liam Gallagher, Brian May of Queen and stand-up comedian Dave Chappelle. Taylor Hawkins passed away in March. He was found at his hotel room in Columbia. No cause of death was announced, but a toxicology report found traces of 10 substances in his blood. Funds from the concert's ticket and merchandise sales will go to the Music Support and Music Cares charities, which were selected by the Hawkins family. And finally, you'd imagine where there's water, you can surf. Well, not in Venice. The city's mayor has labelled two people who were filmed surfing on motorised boards through the Grand Canal idiots that have made a mockery of the city. Luigi Brunaro also posted on Twitter, offering a free dinner to anyone who helped identify the pair. The two have since been found and fined, with their boards confiscated. Surfing, along with other water sports such as paddleboarding and canoeing, are prohibited on Venice's Grand Canal. Visitors to the city are also banned from swimming in the canals and from eating on the steps of monuments. In 2019, the city fined two German travellers nearly $1,000 for making coffee on the 430-year-old Rialto Bridge. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Thursday, the 18th of August. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.